0: mixing the wild and weird with an amazing all-round effort. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Value for Value podcast. I'm your host, Kyron, as well as host of the Mere Models podcast and Mere Models book reviews. And in this podcast, I examine the value for value model. How does it compare to the standard advertising model, boo, and why it is essentially so much better, as well as ways where individual podcasts have implemented the value for value model in their particular shows. And so without any additional ado, let's get into today's one, which is behind the schemes so this is actually kind of a hard podcast to find when you're initially starting out because the schemes is spelt with threes instead of e's so if you're searching for this show that's a helpful tip right at the start there I'll read from their own website as to how they put it. So they say, welcome to boldly go SE and put the X back in files. Behind the schemes delves behind the obscure memes, behind the cryptic screams and behind the conspiracy dreams. Distilling our understanding of wizards behind the curtain with zero answers guaranteed is certain. Truth denying can be just as fun as bullshit subscription. Indubitably, morbidly inclined, tell a vision obsessed. As above or so below, grab a towel and don't touch that dial. Sincerely, come get some. Booberry, B-Y-O-3-D slash uh, dash G. <laughs> and then they've got the uh, dictionary definitions for podcast, meme, and conspiracy. So I think that <laughs> pretty much sums it up. It's a definitely a, a unique show where they dive into some weird, weird wacky stuff. Uh, a couple of episodes that I've listened to have dived into uh, some cults. Uh, a recent one was on the Fellowship of Friends, which was pretty fascinating, as well as just Um, sort of more er esoteric stuff right at the start of their episodes they generally have a tarot card reading they also put in a lot of effort which I'll talk about in a little second um, as as to the things they do in their show Uh, from what I can tell it's 7 30 p.m est every Monday and they're definitely part of the no agenda world so if you listen to my last episode on no agenda you'll know sort of how they run and and the type of topics and things they're interested in now, what they do is uh, they have a lot of individual sections with their show. So, right at the start, there's usually a tarot card reading of some sort. Um, they open up phone lines and voice messages. They have clips. They have music. They have an intermission. It's kind of like a radio show if I if I had to put it down to something. But it, it definitely is a, a podcast, and you can see that they're they're more. I would say more podcasters than, than radio people, but you know, that's, that's just my sort of interpretation there. Um, I'll go to play a little clip here from episode 100, which they celebrated not too long ago. Cause they're only up to, uh, 106 at the moment. And this is uh blammo zap. Am I the problem is the title of that. And this will just give you a, a little bit of a taste of, of what these, uh, two fellas are like.
1: So just so everyone knows, and there are some people out there that may not uh, be, you know, completely familiar with this whole boost thing that we do, but it's a podcasting 2.0 feature. If you send us a boost, it could be a little Bitcoin or something like that. That's usually people, they send Satoshis, which is a little bit of Bitcoin. And every time they send that, we kill a goat. It's a very simple, very, very simple business model. We stick by it. We endorse it.
2: And we didn't bother laying down the tarp this week, so you we might just want to keep your shoes off the floor.
1: Yeah, this is a special episode, so we're gonna actually because there's so much blood, the tarp wouldn't even matter anyway. So right. we're just gonna we're gonna like basically lacquer the floor with it and really <laughs> imbue it with all of the the juju that we need to go. Yeah, so these two
0: fellas are a little bit wild, a little bit wacky. They've got some uh, you know, unique senses of humor. And uh, I would also recommend from this episode to check out the intro, which was <laughs> epically done by the uh, Dame DeLorean from the Bowl After Bowl, another podcast I've I've highlighted on here. And you'll you really get a sense for, I suppose, what type of show this is like and, and whatnot. So let's get into the value-for-value implementation. How do they implement value for value in their show well one of the things they do is next level adoption of tags this is probably a podcast i've seen which might have the most um in terms of things that they do at least in their technical capability so if you go into it you'll find chap not only chapters but uh, the the chapter images that they put, you know, they're they one of the people who are putting GIFs in, which is uh, is pretty cool. I, I haven't seen many uh, other podcasts being able to do that, um, which is also amazing considering that their shows are three hours long. They're, they're taking the time to, to put in chapter images and things like that. Um, their ability to go live in every single chapter image. There's also a link um, for whatever topic it is that they're talking about and they uh booberry himself is one of the the boosting maniacs i, I hope i mentioned it so there's uh booberry and lavish are the the two hosts of that if i um forgot to mention that right at the start and yeah they he is also known as the boosting maniac because he was going around and boosting everywhere uh all sorts of shows so they are they're so deep into the i suppose podcasting 2.0 and hence value for value world that they're really trying their utmost to uh, provide as much things as they can. They have a a voice line you can call in. Um, if I go onto their website, they've got a, a chat room as well. They've got their own Substack, which has extended highlighted show notes. They're yeah, they go they go crazy. They they put in a lot a lot of effort, uh, and then in terms of the actual value for value implementation, um, as I mentioned, they they've got boostergrams set up so they can receive them. From this episode here, which is episode 103, they woke up and chose violence. Around the 27-minute mark is um, how they generally will sort of run this.
2: And the only reason we can get ahead of ourselves is because this is a value-for-value production, meaning that we do all of this on the internet for free, totally accessible, just like the public radio that you always wanted. We're here. Yeah,
1: that's right. There's no paywalls. If you find value in our show, you can return that value to us in any way, shape, or form that you see fit, and we have a a cornucopia of ways that you can do that, whether through emails or phone calls or uh, through financial contributions or art or even conversations and giving us ideas or sharing articles and information with us. All of that counts as value, and we we appreciate all of it very, very much, and um, the show wouldn't be the show without you.
2: Mm. and listeners like you <laughs> and listeners like you yeah it's a nasty scheme i do make a lot of goat sacrifices Me hello too, nurse
0: <laughs> there we go so that's a, a general indication of it so they they have a, a quite nice ask that you know not highlighting one thing in particular they give a, a whole set of examples and um this is, you know, super helpful because sometimes you do want to, to help out someone, but there's, it's just like not the way that you're normally used to. It's like, Oh, how do I do this? Well, okay. Here's <laughs> seven different ways there that you can go about it. So the value for value implementation, um, I would say most of their show is dedicated to being an actual show. There's cause they go for three hours long, uh, in generally there's, so much stuff that they cover which is just outside of it and you know they play music they they um, have live voice calls from people um, calling in they have um, separate voice messages that other people have sent in so uh, they're, they're quite particular and, and give just so many different ways for you to do that. Now what's something unique that they do on their own show? Well the way that they read off Boostergrams I suppose is a little bit different in that I, I haven't seen this particularly before, so I'll just play this quick example of of how they do it. Um, this is from uh, season one, episode one hundred and four, Missionary, where eye contact is prominent. Nice um, from around the twenty three minute mark.
1: Wow, man, that is <laughs> very, very charitable and very sane of you. Yes, and, uh, thank you very much, Petar.
2: And he very said, very uh, he said, yo, 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 yo. Yo, 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 Well, thank you again, Pitar. Uh, we have a new- Thank you, sir. Man, we
1: gotta, I, guess, I don't know. I'm gonna think of something fun to do for him. We gotta <laughs> figure it out.
2: Uh, we got uh, 2626 from a new face, a brand new freak of hazards. Oh, I love those motherfuckers. It was uh, 2626 sats through Karyocaster from Chimp Da Gimp. Chimp Da Gimp. Chimp the Gimp.
1: Excellent name
2: choice. sir. Uh,
0: another little section here that I just wanted to highlight was from uh, episode 103. They woke up and chose violence again around the 16 minute mark.
2: And then uh, Satoshi's stream came in with a thousand sets through Fountain saying Test. Uh, 1,044 from Jake Heider from the S- strangest life I've ever known podcast. He said, love your artwork and really dig the podcast.
1: Oh, well, thank you.
2: Hell yeah. Oh.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just lining them up. Yeah. <laughs> we got a whole ranch full of them people.
0: Yeah, so a couple of things I want to highlight from there. One is you'll notice some familiar names. So this is Peter and um, the uh, Jake from the Stranger Slice I've ever known podcast also uh, uh, an episode that I've highlighted on here before. And they really try and go out of their way to connect with everyone. So like I said, Booberry's a kind of a boosting maniac. And he, and he you, you might think, oh, okay, that's him providing value back to their shows. But I, I think that can also be a little bit strategic. And um, this is another thing I've noticed, which is most shows tend to really demake, demarcate when their value for value section is going to be. So it's, um, you know, I, for example, will have it in the chapter images, the chapter art, you know, Booster Graham Lounge. That's, this is where it's at. This is where you can go to, to find it. Um, So, if you're uh, boosting into the show or providing value in that way, it's really nice to hear and find where that is. What I've noticed they do is uh, they don't particularly demarcate that. So, generally, it's in the front half of the show, from what I can tell. I haven't gone through, you know, all 100 episodes and they obviously, I would say, not have been even using BoosterGrams for that long because (laughs) the uh, BoosterGrams have only been around for about a year. Um, But... I think that can be like a strategic decision if you wanted it to be. So, if you say wanted to keep your audience on like tenterhooks in a little bit, if you really wanted them to maybe listen to more of your show, because some people, I mean, generally if they're going to be listening in and sending in a boostergram and returning, you know, a value of Satoshi, whatever the amount they're probably going to be enjoying the show anyway. So they would listen to it anyway, but I could sort of see it being like, "Mm, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to particularly really highlight or demarcate where this section is. Um, so you'll have to go find it for yourself. So either you'll have to listen to it or perhaps you're a listener who doesn't like, um, supporting or doesn't want to support or can't support in that way. Um, that way, you can kind of almost like trick them into <laughs> into listening to that section. I'm not sure how that would work, uh, and I'm not even necessarily saying that's what these guys are doing, but it is some thoughts uh, that was going through my head of, you know, generally most shows do it this way, and is it because that's the way to do it, or is it just because everyone's following sort of the no agenda type example and 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 following their lead? So that that was a uh, one little thing I I wanted to point uh, point out. Another one is their Boostergram. So they have gone so far and beyond with, um, I suppose, making it interesting to to boost in. So they've uh, created it. I believe this is in their green room. I haven't got to test this out because uh, I haven't actually listened in live. But they have this whole section where you can send in a special boost and it'll have uh, a different sort of connotation, meaning behind it. So there's always... A little bit of meaning behind things so if you send in two 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 or any number of twos that's like a row of ducks um dave jones likes to do the rush boost two one one two um there's obviously the the triple six devil boost and things like that so they had this whole section of different boosting amounts related to geometries and things like that i think it was like geometrical patterns um i, I can't uh remember it for the for the life of me the uh Everything that was that was connected with that um, but what I noticed was they were generally smaller amounts they weren't in the sort of tens of thousands range they were all in the kind of hundreds or you know low one thousands range um, which I think could be once again a, like a good strategy and a bad strategy in a way if you just want people coming in and you you know you just want to give them like a, an incentive for like a cool boost amount so that's sort of what I did I normally don't boost anything less than a thousand, but, uh, they had a triple six one and I was like, oh yeah, screw it. I'll I'll do triple six. That's kind of funny. That's, that's what they, you know, were kind of suggesting that I, that I should do. Um, so it could somewhat limit in a way what, what, uh, someone might potentially send in, but it also could be a, a good incentive for someone who's first coming in and joining to be like, oh, here's like a suggested boost amount type of thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm on the fence with that one. I I think it could work both ways. Um, it could limit yourself, but it could also incentivize people to, to start boosting. So, Mm. yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. But, uh, in any case, I, I thought it was cool that they, they had this sort of special boost, um, tally board, I guess, a special boost suggestion board, uh, which, which could be fun. Probably it's maybe more, um, fun when you're doing it live and you can do a bunch of different ones. And, um, I think they had some stuff connected where different stuff would happen depending on the the boost amount um in their in their chat room and things like that um because they've got so much stuff connected i've I haven't been able to dive into every single thing that they've done, but in any case, a very cool show and I have enjoyed um this little last week tuning into their episodes and just a very different experience it's uh it's i would say not your normal podcast it's it's kind of like halfway between a podcast and a radio show so uh, tune into that if you if you enjoy that. Now, I'll uh, not follow what they're doing and, and, and do my own way. And this is where we're getting into the Boostergram Lounge.
1: Welcome to the Value for Value Boostergram Lounge.
0: Okay, so after the hectic week that was last one after promoting on Fountain, I've got A little bit of a subdued amount in terms of number of Boostergrams, but the value of them, my God, it's it's going up. So thank you, everyone, first of all, for jumping in. I'm actually going to try and read these out in the... Uh, highest amount um that they've been sent in so coming in at the top you heard him on uh just before on the behind the schemes boostergram lounge or well their boostergram section but once again it is peter the slav um who sends forty seven thousand five hundred. wow thank you so much my friend Uh, And he says, John and Adam are media experts who have a healthy distrust of the powers that be. Their vast experience makes them eminently qualified to deconstruct the media messaging and to do it in an entertaining way. No agenda has earned the Peter Podfluencer gold stamp of approval. Yeah, I can't argue with any of that. The only thing that that stands in the way of me watching and listening to that show is... I just really, (laughs) I think I've learned the same thing. I have a healthy distrust of the powers that be and the media and (laughs) and that makes me just not want to watch it or do have any connection with it at all but yes the no agenda show um, very uh, entertaining and informative at the same time another one here which is from Chad Farrow and he says uh, in the morning great job covering such a huge show one thing I love about NA is that the show changes over time so much of the content comes from the audience so it really feels like the show has a life of its own the show does take some getting used to the jingles Really put me off at first but now I'll see Or hear something in real life And the jingle plays on my head <laughs> Thank you for your uh, T-Y-F-Y-C Which is thank you for your contribution Thank uh, Oh sorry, thank you for your courage NA speak for putting in extra effort Hey, thanks for, <laughs> thanks for clarifying that I would have um, uh, butchered That last uh, word there Yeah, um, that's that's Also a thing that I've kind of found Jarring but I've sort of gotten used to it as well Because it's that sort of blend between I guess you know you you normally hear those jingles at least when I was growing up that was solely confined to sort of radio land I would never hear it in shows or anything like that and so hearing it on podcasts is definitely something that does take a little bit of time to get used to and um yeah just uh in enjoying. So once again, um, Chad Farrow, who's, uh, you'll see him around the, the podcasting 2.0 well world, world as well. Um, very, very cool. And thank you very much, my friend. Um, and thank you for the long messages. I really do enjoy those ones. Uh, so here's another one, which is from none other than Adam himself. Um, this is Adam Curry and he says, I love the series 23,750. Whoa, thank you. And then he follows that up with a, uh, 9,500, Boosting for the Lounge, which you'll hear his name, uh, hear him speaking over. So, thank you very much, um, Mr. Adam Curry. I I do appreciate that. And uh, I really enjoyed jumping into your show. Um, This is one here from Oscar Merry, and he says uh, so, founder of founder of fountain fm or co-founder of it and he says really insightful episode thanks Kyra. and great to see all the boosts come in from the promotion to exclamation point even if they are small in amount everyone introduces another person to the value for value ethos and hopefully we'll grow from there yes agreed my friend it's been very fun uh testing out this podcast again after the the break that i had and uh, diving into other people's shows and yeah really trying to kick it off the ground i've got some plans in the future of how i can spread the ethos in a in a more direct way, I suppose, um, in more person to person way, um, which i I might share a little bit later. I I, 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 like to do things first before I really <laughs> talk about what I'm going to do. Um, in any case, uh, yes, the spreading the value for value ethos is, is, um, right up my, my alley. Hence why I have the value for value podcast. Uh, another one here from Lyceum and you'll know who this is because it says high five for the review of our podcast, The Secular Foxhole. So I did that, I uh, want to say four or five episodes ago My co-host Blair and I are happy to be classified as older gentlemen. All the best, Martin Lindeskog, Lyceum Peripatos on, oh, let me um, spell that out. Lyceum, L-Y-C-E-U-M and then P-E-R-I-P-A-T-O-S on Twitter, which I'm guessing is Latin, it's sort of sounds has a Latin sounding um, uh, vibe to it, and yeah. So if you enjoyed that episode, if you wanted to know more about um, sort of Ayn Rand philosophy, about capitalism, about things like that, there's a they have a great show to to go tune into. So uh, he sent five thousand two hundred seventy-seven sats. Thank you, my friend. Um, very much appreciated, and. Um, the last one that I had here was from Stephen Stefan uh, Stephen with an H S T E P H A N. He says returning some value for value, thumbs up. Hey, thank you very much. Twenty nine sats, much appreciated. I you know all these other ones were a lot bigger, but it's still nice to get some just recognition that uh, someone new is is tuning into the show. Or well, uh, I'm ch- just trying to see if his name appeared on this. Uh, massive last uh, Boostergram lounge from last week. I'm not particularly seeing him on here. So this might even be a new person. Thank you, Stefan, Stefan, Mary, very much appreciate it. One thing I will just want to add here, and I'll, you know what, I'll st- save this. This is the value for value pitch that I'll do at the end. And one thing I would recommend is if you have a show uh, doing something like I do, and then also that um, Behind the Schemes do, and they do it in a... Much broader scale than I do, which is including splits into your podcast, so I would highly recommend not only for your podcast but maybe even in your real life as well if you can find ways of of creating. Uh, a split so you can share value with people Um, uh, now obviously this is much easier with bitcoin and programmable money uh, and with podcasting which has a lot of the infrastructure behind it but yeah just being able to share that value it is really really heartening to to know you know like martin has just said i i reviewed his show and i included him on the split and so Twenty um, percent of of everything that came in for that show was going to him. Whilst it was live, I had a little bit of troubles actually with the splits on those ones, and had to sort of rejig um, my my splits over the last week or two. But nevertheless, <laughs> I'm putting in the effort to try and do it. And so, uh, one of the the real you know ethos of, of value for value is making sure that everyone gets a piece of the pie. And so. <sighs> This is not the model for, the, for someone who wants to be greedy, I would say. Um, or if you are, it's kind of a short-term strategy. You're, you're losing out on the long-term by, by not really, you know, sending the value everywhere. Basically, everything that I get from these, all of this is just going straight back into sending it to other podcasters because I would never have gotten to the point where I am without other people... You know, sending something to me first, or highlighting something on my show, or sending me a boostergram for the first time. Um, you know, Chad Farrow, who who popped up here, he was the the first one to send me a boostergram for the Mere Mortals show, my my first ever, and that was the first ever direct contribution of a monetary value that someone has sent in um, to the to the Mere Mortals, and that was amazing. That was such a cool feeling, and uh, you know, it, it's it's hard to it's hard to describe how much that has almost changed my life in a way. And um, yeah. So value for value. That's, that's my <laughs> long pitch for today. Send it to some other people. If you can, if you have the ability to to split it, to share it, do it as much as you can. And not, this doesn't only have to be with, um, with, you know, a monetary payment, but it can also be done through sharing something. It could be telling someone their, their show is awesome um, behind the schemes. Your show is awesome fellas. Um, and, yeah that's that's good that's it for today thank you everyone for joining me i'm, I'm, I'm starting to ramble peace out